You're listening to Comedy Central. Hi, I'm Sean. Hey, I'm Julian. And we're your two dads. We're the two ditties. <laughs> we uh, practiced that all the way up in the elevator, and I feel like we got it perfect. Yeah, I think so too. How are you, <laughs> dadding? <laughs> Uh, we've been reading the reviews. People say Sean needs to sound more natural, so yeah. that's what he's doing right now. I'm really trying. Like I'm trying to sound like a human being. That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, human being. Human being. Human being. Um, What's up? What are you up to? What's going on? I already feel out of. We're not doing out of touch, or maybe we are. Are we doing out of touch in this episode? We'll find out later. But uh, I'm feeling out of touch because I don't understand your T-shirt. Can you explain to me what's on your T-shirt? It oh. looks like a reference I should know. This is a list of Mike Mitchell's friends from Mike Mitchell from the Doughboys podcast. <laughs> it's just a list of his friends from Boston. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Fuxton? What? Fuxton? Fuxton's the fake one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get a laughs with another podcast. <laughs> I'll take it. I don't care where the laughs come from. Um. All right. Well, now I don't feel so bad because I don't. I don't care. I mean, I love Nick, and you know, yeah. I love that show. But uh, yeah, Nick's great. But it's not my job to know his friends. Yeah. No. And it's Mike Mitchell's friends. But yeah. Like, oh right. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. 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 I mean, but you should know his friends. Um. He's from Boston, so they all have nicknames. Right. Yeah. My friend in college, uh, Chris, had, all his friends had nicknames. We never met them, but it was always like my buddy Boog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> stuff no. Like of that. course. I mean, I. As you're from the East Coast, but I'm also from the East Coast. All of the people I grew up with had nicknames. Yeah. Did you have one? Oh, hell yeah. What was... Oh, wait. Nugget. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know how if you were willing... Yeah, what up, to- Nugget Nation? <laughs> <laughs> if you're part of Nugget Nation, tweet you, at me. You Hashtag tried to hi- Nugget Nation. You tried to... Hi- <laughs> I, I hid it for so many years, but now like... Like my tattoo. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, just whatever. Call me Nugget. I don't care. <laughs> I, I always thought it was cute. Yeah, it, I, mean, I don't know they, why. You, I don't know why it was so painful. For I don't you. know. All my friends from home when I started stand up, they were like, "You should go on stage as Nugget." <laughs> like you're a black comic. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I mean, it probably would have got me on Comic View. It probably like, would have. But then one. you'd go out and do your uh, yeah. slow neurotic delivery. Yeah. And be like, <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, afraid of clowns. <laughs> <laughs> this is no Nugget. Uh, do you want to talk about the uh, the story? Is so self explanatory. It's really funny. What? Oh, Where you got why? the name Nugget? Oh yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I was eating. <laughs> <laughs> You're eating a lot of nuggets. <laughs> I was eating a lot of nuggets at a New Jersey Nets and Denver Nuggets game, and then an eighth grader, Justin, ter- looked at me and said, "Look at Nugget eating all those nuggets, and it's stuck." <laughs> wow, it's so crazy how how simple those kid things are for kids. Like the insults, they have to be simple. If they're clever, they won't work. Yeah, they have oh my to God. be like the dumbest, most like face value. The worst part, I was in third grade. It stuck with me all of grade school. Then I went to a high school like tw- uh, twelve miles away from my hometown, and you were like, "I'm free." I thought I was, mm-hmm. but what happened was I went to high school with a lot of kids I played basketball with. Oh and they man! They were all like, "I was just nugget again." <laughs> I went back to Morristown. Oh, cool! This week, and Why? I saw the first place I ever worked, the Cubby Hole. Oh. It was- <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what is the cubby hole? It sounds. It sounds like it could be a, a bunch of different things. Yeah, it was a um, sex shop. Was it? No, no, it was a muffin place. <laughs> 
It still sounds like a sex <laughs> shop. <laughs> uh, what I want to talk about, though, that, that I started thinking about while I was there is um, because Morristown is a very like main street, Victorian houses, lawns, you know, mm-hmm. and I used to ride my bike there everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm wondering, I was curious, are they still doing that there? Or are kids still not like? In other words, because wait, kids, did you go back to Morristown to see if kids were riding their bike? No, but I went. I went back because I hadn't been there in so long, and then um, and I had a free ride, and then. But I was curious. Like, do you think kids are out there like open play, like not being watched, like riding their bikes? I don't think it's open play as much. Like when until like you're like in high school. I think. Mm-hmm. I think I yeah. could be wrong. Because it does seem like... Because you grew up in a town kind of like that, too, right? Yeah, oh, my God. Like, I grew up in, like, Lord of the Flies town. Like, where, like, <laughs> all the parents were just at the bar at 4 p.m., except for my parents, who were squares. Oh, man. Uh, they're just uneducated. Uh, so, like... But, like, everyone in our town, like, it was truly kids' rule. Like, there were, yeah. like, these, like, little bike gangs that all you would do is... I mean, my bike got stolen by a bike gang, mm-hmm. and I saw one of the kids, and, like, my friends were in... Some of my friends were in the bike gang who were steal people's bikes. <laughs> this and, is so complicated. Yeah, it it's is. It's like the departed. <laughs> yeah, like I, I, if you come to my house, I have like a, one of those boards where there's all the string hanging up to link it all together. And all the, this thing goes all the way to the top. But there is, so my friends were in this bike gang. They would steal people's bikes. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't know everyone, but one time my friends pulled up with this kid, uh, Lamar, and he was riding my bike that was stolen. Oh my god! And then I was like, "Hey, that's, that's the worst feeling." It really was because they were with, he was with my friends Jack and Paul. So I was like, "Oh, that's my bike." And you, you found it. <laughs> like, and he was like, uh, "Whatever, this bike fucking sucks." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, it's not my bike." <laughs> I just let him have it. All he had to do was insult him. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's great. But do I think kids are... Uh, yeah, I think, like, kids still do free play, but, like... Like, is it just because where we live, or is it the times? I can't tell if it's, like, parents aren't letting their kids just roam the neighborhood anymore anywhere, or if it's just because we live in cities. I mean, like, I think, like... Ah, oh, man, this is a great Because I think it's really valuable, and it sucks. Yeah, I mean, if you have an answer to this... uh I want to hear what people think at home. Like, yeah, if you're, how old do you think it's okay to let your kid just leave the house with other kids? Yeah, give your answer. Tweet at us at Shadowcons and at Jules Mac mm-hmm. with hashtag Let Them Play <laughs> or hashtag uh, No Kid No Cry. Yeah, the, you, <laughs> you know where this uh, came from. Also, is because I was watching that. Um, there's a documentary called uh, In Search of Greatness that just came out, or it's kind of recent, but it's like they interview Wayne Gretzky, Jerry Rice, and Pele about like what, why are you the best ever, mm-hmm. kind of. And they all said the same thing that like when they were kids, they weren't like structured all the time by coaches and parents. They were like left to like play, play pickup games of all, anything they wanted, and that's where they learned to see the game differently and get smarter. And I'm like, that's I feel everything. Like, everything is so structured and controlled now, and yeah, it, it kind of freaks me out. I mean. I haven't seen this documentary, but I think you're leaving out like what actually made Wayne Gretzky, Jerry Rice, Pele, and Michael Jordan great is they are sociopaths who need to be the best at something. <laughs> well, they didn't. T- they talked about that a little bit. <laughs> okay, because like if you ever like really dig deep on Jordan, you realize that like if he wasn't good at basketball, he would have been the best serial killer. Yeah. in the history of murder. Well, I think that's why they didn't interview Jordan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, why he was like, wait, you're gonna interview Wayne Gretzky? Yeah, I'm better than him. I know. 
He made his own documentary. Yeah, he, he doesn't want to be even associated with anyone else. He's like, I'm going to make the Wayne Gretzky of documentaries. I mean, the Michael Jordan of documentaries. Uh, all right. Well, do you have a dad of the week? Uh, I, I do. Oh, great. Yeah. My dad of the week this week is dads in general. Because for the first time ever, <laughs> Huggies will put dads on diaper boxes. Oh, really? Hell yeah. Finally. Fuck moms. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck moms. Fuck yeah. moms. Dads are now on diaper boxes. All right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Nobody in the room. There's nobody in the room to yeah. join your chant. I know. It's weird to start a chant on a podcast <laughs> where my co-host is fake woke. <laughs> <laughs> He's all like, what if moms get offended? Fuck them. Um. Yeah, that isn't that cool. Dads are on the 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 box of diapers. That is, that's very cool for the first time ever. Um, how come? Did, would you want to be on the box? No, because I would have to have a speech bubble going like, "It's poop. I'm not going to change that." <laughs> yeah, it's just dads are on the box, but they're just um, working in the corner while mom still changes the diaper. It's. I think it is cool though that this is like. Almost uh, re- reverse what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> the world funny. is like finally dads will have their. Uh, you said it's the worst time ever to be a male. Nah, mm. dads are on diaper boxes. Uh, I guess you didn't see this diaper box, and it's uh, only it's only Huggies. But I think Huggies is good. They also did that thing um, where they John Legend, I believe it's John Legend, um, was noticed that there didn't they didn't have any. Uh, changing table things that pull out in men's rooms in a lot of public restrooms, which is like actually very sexist. So they, uh, Huggies did this, they donated like, I don't know, tons of money and they just installed a bunch of them in men's restrooms. So, so now we can change our kids in there. So my question is are Huggies men's right activists? <laughs> <laughs> I, Where's our parade? Yeah, this, our views. Do not reflect the views of Comedy Central, but we're here to say, and this is not an ad. What Huggies are men's right activists. <laughs> uh, They're not paying us to say it. I have seen men on adult diaper boxes. Yeah. Oh my so god. We yeah. don't. We're we're represented well there. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. But no, this is a this is a first, and I think that is a big win for dads. For so long, all every dad I know has been being like, "Wow, oh, man, I wish we were on diaper boxes." You know and what we, we need? Are. You know what we need to do is I don't know if we have an art department, but we'll ask. You know, like somebody who knows how to do stuff. Mm-hmm. We should put our faces on a Huggies box. Oh wow, that'd we, be fun for an ad. We should <laughs> what what an ad. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, if you guys could hook us up with a Huggy sponsorship, I know I just said they were men's rights activists, yeah. but I'm sorry. Put us on the box. <laughs> no, we just have to do it ourselves. We're not going to oh, get paid to do that. No, I want to be on it. Uh, like, oh, you want like to do like, like, we just won at the Olympics. Just but dunking a diaper. We just have a podcast about being dads. Like, yeah. And we get to be on diaper boxes. Did you change a lot of diapers? I changed some. I'm changing more now. That sounds like you aren't. <laughs> no, I'm changing so much now. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I mean, like, he, I'm, I'm going to say it right now, my son takes chunky pisses. <laughs> oh, God. They're so. Dude, I was not ready for that. Yeah, no, you shouldn't be, and neither am I when uh... I open when I open that sucker up. What's he drinking? <laughs> I mean, just like milk and water. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Did you change a lot of diapers? Yeah, I changed a bunch. 
I tried the. Um, is that where your eyebrows went? Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure why the, what the connection is. Because <laughs> it, it was smells a, so much. Oh yeah. Uh, I want to get eyebrows. I just don't know how. Um, no, I we, I started with the cloth ones because I'm like the environment, and that did not last. They are impossible. Oh, you can't do that. No. Like, there's a reason why we moved on as a society. <laughs> like, I know. It's like let's go back to the steam engine. Yeah. So that didn't make any sense. Who do we have today? Uh, today, our guest. He is a father of two. He One of them is very recent. He's been touring for like 10 years. He has an album out live from Third Man Records. And if you go to the YouTube, you can watch his hilarious set on Conan from Nashville, Tennessee. It's Billy Wayne Davis. Hey, do you like sex? I do. If you like sex, you'll love BlueChew.com. But you know what my problem is sometimes? But I'm getting older. And, uh, you know, it's not always ready when I want it to be ready, if you know what I mean. Oh, well, do you need, like, some sort of performance enhancement for the bedroom? I'm listening. Do you want to last longer? Sure. Do you want to (laughs) go extra rounds? No. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, well, Blue Chew offers all of that. At BlueChew.com, you get the first chewables with the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. Chewables? That's good because, you know, chewables, they digest faster. You know, it starts working faster, if you know what I mean. It's faster than pills, up to two times as fast. Wow. That's almost too fast. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I mean, imagine having a performance enhancement pill that's just a starburst. Right? That's crazy. Pretty good. Now, the chewables from Blue Chew can be taken on a full or empty stomach, which is great. That's great because my you're... appetite does not affect my appetite, if yeah. you know what I mean. My stomach's always full, and I always <laughs> think that is affecting my sexual performance. So this is great. Yeah. Uh, it only takes a few minutes to connect with a BlueChew.com affiliated physician, and if you qualify, you can get prescribed online quickly. There's no in-person doctor visit, no awkward conversation, no waiting in line at a pharmacy. Uh, it ships directly to your door in discreet packaging. I love that. I yeah. want it to just look like I ordered anything else. It, sh- it just says Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the chewables from BlueChew.com are prescribed online by a doctor and made in the USA. USA! Uh, Blue Chew gives you confidence in bed every time, at least as far as your wiener goes. Well, I don't know if I've ever had confidence in bed. So <laughs> <laughs> this will be great. fun. Yeah. Here's a great deal for you guys. You visit BlueChew.com and get your first order free when we use promo code 2DADS. That's the number two and dads. Just pay $5 shipping. That's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code 2DADS. You're getting it for free with five. It's like you're making money. You're making money. So chew it and do it. Uh, Billy Wayne, you are a double dad. I am a two dadder. Yeah, yeah. two dadder. Oh up. man, what's it like being a two dadder? It <laughs> is. Uh, it's well, a lot. It's a, it's like having. Another one. Yeah. You're, <laughs> How you old are your kids? Your new one is new. He's brand new. And I have, brand a nine, new. I have a nine-year-old. He's almost 10. And then I have a five-month-old. Right. Yeah. yeah. Are you like relearning things? Like No, it's all there. That's what's fascinating. Oh, that's cool. Like that. I was just having this conversation like, you know, there's a lot of the terrible times you forget mm-hmm. as time goes on about yeah. like, the pregnancy and then like when you first Sleeping have the baby and, and all yeah. that. You forget about it. Because like someone was like, oh well, that's evolution, so we keep making more of us. Because if you remembered all that, you'd be like, we're not doing that again, right? So, but like I did have that where I was like, oh shit, I forgot a lot of this stuff. 
Yeah. And then... The bad stuff, you mean? Yeah, but yeah. then as the pregnancy rolled, like all this stuff started like flashing back. Uh-huh. Where I was like, oh, that's going to... I'm going to have to be aware of that thing. Right. And then this thing. And then once it all comes... Like once it happens, it's just there it's like tripping i compare it to like tripping balls mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, i really i mean i think it's a very accurate analogy because you know the second time you trip it's more fun right because you know what to expect yeah it's not so like open-ended and terrifying yeah where you're like oh, i'm gonna die or never come back yeah which is what being a new parent feels you like. don't come back right. you're never the same <laughs> right um that's been the interesting part because this is aaron's first child and this is my second so there's still like I have to remember like she's still experiencing a lot of this stuff and mm-hmm. doesn't know some of it. Like the first night we were back, she got up and he was like crying and she's just holding him. Just hmm. and just like and I was like laying there I was like like holding him out. A well just bit. like just like confused and it took me a minute cuz I just woke up and I was just like at my first reaction was like do the stuff. <laughs> i didn't say that but i was just yeah. like, you know i'm sure my face just said it like what the fuck are you doing do that and then it hit me i was like oh you don't know all this i was like there's like yeah. a, just a checklist of like there's only so much wrong with them yeah first you grab by the arms swing them around really <laughs> shake them as hard and if they don't quit then then something's wrong yeah or they're really strong yeah. <laughs> and then something really is bad yeah but I was just like, oh, you have to check and see if he's like he's hungry or he's like burnt. Gas usually is gas. gas yeah. yeah, and like when they're that little, it's like gas. You just pat them, and then you got out. And she was like, oh, I was like, yeah, you just don't. Yeah, you don't stare at him confused. But yeah, it's rare when the dad is the one who has like all the answers. Oh this well, is, and that quickly switched. Yeah, of course, oh, yeah. immediately. Yeah, no, because like we're. We're the easiest job in the world, I was I think. so cocky for like two weeks. Where I'm like, I am the boss of this one. <laughs> yeah. And then the bonding happens, and she was like, no, he does this and this. And you're like, oh, I don't. Yeah. I'm yeah. Oh, this one's different. Yeah, yeah. it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. yeah, this is not mine. Yeah. yeah. And then he just like, does a couple things. You're like, nah, it's my baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not like they have to, uh, like some women just don't. Like it just doesn't happen ever. You know, like they, yeah. it's, it's just such, it's the most natural thing. Yeah, I mean, you know? it just kind of falls into place. Yeah, that's what I kind of always. Uh, I was talking to my friend whose wife is due next week, mm-hmm. and he was just like, like you could tell he was just terrified. <laughs> and I was like, listen, all, he was like, what, like, what do I do when she's in labor? I'm like, nothing. Like, you just are there to support her, yeah. hold her hand, and get yelled at. That's yeah. part of your job too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I know you. Like, you're not a problem solver at all. Yeah. So don't make problems. Don't think you have to do more than you have to. Maybe do. Maybe don't bring a sharpie and circle or problem areas. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Can I interrupt? This is actually where my son's at. Um, we'll be right back. And we're back. If he, what was that? Yeah, we just took a, a pause. Sorry, yeah, guys. yeah that was, dad. Uh, this is actually the first dad emergency we've had. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, and I think he's with his friend's nanny, and so like together. Yeah, like romantically. Yeah, they've been dating a while. I'm okay with it. He's pretty mature. Yeah. She's real immature. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was like. I think they would have just been running around, and then when you give them free range, they just eat whatever they want, mm-hmm. and there's nothing you can do to control it. Yeah, right. They're just like they just have to learn, and sometimes you each 
way too much candy and then goes mm-hmm. and runs and then he fucking throws up and then everybody's like are you okay and he's like yeah i'm fine like, now yeah i'm a hero <laughs> yeah i'm fine now yeah it's like, i bounced back i threw up what was causing my trouble yeah that's it and i think the nanny was just like i need to call your dad yeah and she was like is he said he had an asthma attack and i was like no he couldn't he wouldn't throw up right and then then i got on the phone with him and he was like no no i just ate too much candy we were running around i threw up I'm fine. Yeah, he's like, all right. He's like a he's like a party shed already. Yeah, but he, make, yeah I did. I was he's, like, well, he's fine with it already. I know who you're going to be in college? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I I remember we I grew up in a no sweets household, mm. and uh, I did two. Is things. that why you're so bitter? Oh, oh man, that's yeah. it for us this week. Another We're not going to slam dunk from the Yukon man. <laughs> you Are you allowed to do your own? <laughs> we don't have a we don't have a soundboard. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, that wasn't a soundboard. That really? Was amazing. Because I've been trying to soundboard real hard. <laughs> no, but I went to. I remember going to a party and we never had soda in our house and and no one was watching this cooler of sodas at this party and I drank. Because why would you? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm yeah, like they, I'm they, like these yeah. these idiots. You come to the party like you don't have a soda watcher. <laughs> what kind of fucking house is this? I drank seven sodas in like I don't know less than ten minutes because I was just like <laughs> nobody's stopping me, and uh, definitely puked and peed my pants in the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> like literally, like it was forties. <laughs> well, that's like we went, but to, it was like grape soda. But that's I mean, it's a good. We went to Tennessee where my where I'm from and where my family lives and like so you're open about that yeah I, you have to be with my accent people are like Texas and you're like absolutely not yeah I'm no not and Texas, Texas is so mad yes. yeah. um, but like his cousins and my co- like those kids a lot of them just drink soda because mm-hmm. it's like part of yeah. the thing yeah, yeah it's still it's, going on it's kind of yeah. like water yeah mm-hmm. yeah and I had to make me and my dad were and he was like can I have a soda we're like I was like when you can drive a car you can drink a soda mm-hmm. that was kind of my dad's rule too he's like when you can go get it yourself yeah and it was more of like and my son was like well I can drive a car now he's a pretty good <laughs> smart ass about certain stuff yeah and he's like so I could smash my way to the store and I was like well it's for your body right you it's know, not my rule. Yeah, it's just it's. I have to make sure you get to a certain age healthy, and then you can destroy and your then, body. Yes, because I did it too. Your <laughs> my your grandfather did a good job keeping me healthy and big yeah. until I could just ram into stuff. Yeah, you want to you want a good head start with, <laughs> at eighteen when you start yes, destroying your body. To be real tough. Yeah, yes. I had the exact opposite parents as you guys, mm-hmm. where. I'm pretty sure I have no confirmation <laughs> that my mom would put soda in a bottle for me. No. I mean, like, that sounds extreme, but I think she, I think I'm right. They were like, hey, Sean, watch the soda cooler. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, like, <laughs> I, the, one of the biggest, the, one of the times uh, I most made a mistake is I went to see Wrecker Ralph 2 with my son, uh-huh. and I, like, was watching the movie, not, like, really paying attention to him, <laughs> and I just, movie. like, <laughs> I, I looked over, and he was just, like, standing in his seat drinking the soda. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, this is the best fucking movie I've ever seen. Yeah, like, Woo! Fr- that shit, motherfucker. Probably not gonna tell my wife that. Yeah. What does that do to a two-year-old's body? It makes him feel <laughs> awesome. I'll, t- I'll tell you. I'll tell you what it does. It definitely made him scratch my face <laughs> to try to rip it off. <laughs> For to get more, you've been keeping this from me. Yeah. 
But it is it's so clear that it makes you high when you watch children have it. Yeah. Yeah. Because then they want it bad. Yeah. Right? Like one time when my son was really young, we gave him a, like a like not a double dose of medicine, just a little too much, and he was loopy. And I remember yeah. him saying, being like, I want some more medicine. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, ah, okay, you were like your dad. <laughs> oh, but we were talking about the, you know, you being a, a, the dad the second time around. And she, and Wait, yeah, it's funny that you got difference. lapped in two weeks. I feel like that's pretty. You can't mansplain mom. No. No, you it, can't. No. No, like. It'd be hard. I'd make that. I know myself. I would make that mistake one time. I would. I would forget. And I'd be like, oh, you know what you need to do? <laughs> And no, then, yeah, I, and then I'd get pushed into traffic. Yeah, <laughs> my exact personality with my wife was, well, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the the worst. Like, it's the worst. He's war. crowning, and you're like, well, yeah. um. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what you're experiencing right now is birth. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to hurt. Yeah, uh, You're going to feel like you want to push, but actually. <laughs> I did, like, really push to get her out of the hospital as soon as possible. <laughs> oh, really? Because, well, there's, at, at a certain point, the, it's just about comfort for the mm-hmm. for the mom. Yeah. And, like, being in that hospital is not comfortable. It's at no. all. No. It, it, like, and well, they want it's like a tra- It's like a train. Uh, it's like a train. It's yeah. about as comfortable as, like, an Amtrak train. It's like even the, the seats aren't that cushioned. Yeah, even the beds are like an Amtrak bed. Yeah, like, yeah. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. I Yeah, I don't think enough people talk. And, like, I, it's weird to talk about the comfortability of the dad at the hospital <laughs> after <laughs> wife gave birth. Yeah. But it is extremely uncomfortable, and I'm glad that you brought it up because I was in a cot, like, this rollout cot. It fucking sucked. And then, like, my wife is in a bed, and she... She, she looked, got the bed. She looked pretty comfortable, if you ask me. They're bringing her food. I mean, they did have to sew her vagina back together. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, well, you can have the bed for that part. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but they're like nice. they're bringing you food. You're not really sleeping. Right. You have to go get food. Yeah. Which, like, I'm by the way, I'm so <laughs> thankful for my wife for oh, giving man. me a child. I was playing that. the hunter gatherer like, with my dad during most of the labor this really because she she, (coughs) everybody's bored well what happened was she didn't know she wanted to do the drugs or not right so then we got to the hospital in the back of my mind i was like you're gonna do them (laughs) yeah i've seen it you're gonna do them it makes everything better and sure enough boom and then her dilation was weird or not weird but like just like real slow mm-hmm. and I'd been there before and I was like okay and then the doctor's like it's gonna be a while and she's like well, why don't you go get some stuff at the house and we'll call you if anything happens right and me and dad was like went and got food and I was like you gotta see this game it's really fun and uh and then we and you we, missed it no we decided <laughs> to go back oh yeah we were oh like, really oh, it's she didn't been even a while yeah. we're gonna get yelled at right well, this could be a setup where they're just letting us be out. Yeah, this could be the works of the impractical yes, Joker. Exactly. Yeah, just two clever old dudes going like, "Wait a minute." <laughs> <laughs> this could be a. Let's go back now. And then uh, the labor, like that's when it had. Like I'd been there for maybe fifteen minutes when she's like, "Oh, it's starting," and mm-hmm. the doctor came in and she's like, "Oh, she's really dilated." And then within twenty minutes, the doctor came in and the baby was out. What? I was prepared because, like, the first one, labor lasts, like, eight hours. Yeah. 
So I was like, oh, this is going to suck for you. Right. It's boring for you me. You didn't say that part. No, no. but right. I was just like, in my head, I was like, this takes a while. You have to do the thing. Mm-hmm. And you see the doctor's taking his time because he's like, got to do the stuff. And here it comes. And then he was right. like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Th- my wife just like, it, it was just done. It was like yeah. a 15-minute thing. Yeah. It was crazy. It was the fastest 15 minutes ever. Yes. Like, this yeah. was like 10 minutes. And so the, crazy. And I finally, when the baby, when the doctor like put the baby, I went over to the doctor and I was like, yeah, that was fast, right? And he was like, I was crazy. <laughs> I was like, okay. Okay, that's what I thought. He was like, it's great. It's great. Yeah. But, yeah. It shouldn't make a whoosh sound. <laughs> <laughs> no, she can't listen to this. No. No, she knows. It did. It was like, <laughs> Catch it. Uh, yeah, and then, yeah, was, and I was just like, and then she, like, her and her mom kind of fought me a little bit, being like, what if something happens? We're at the hospital, and they and I was like, we live five minutes from here. Yeah. If anything like that happens, or it could happen, they wouldn't let us out. Right. But they said we could leave. Let's go. Right. Exactly. And then I got her comfortable at home, and then that like the next morning she was like, "Oh, thank you." You. I was like, "Yeah, there's nothing. You might right. as well be in your stuff." Yeah. Exactly. So. It is where Sean talked about it on one of our earliest shows, if, if not the first one, about how they don't, they just let you leave the hospital. Like yeah. they don't tell you anything. She was terrified. Yeah, because yeah. the first time you are terrified. Oh, of course. I oh, was, I was, I was horrified I when was they were like, yep, free to go. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, are you out of your mind? Yeah, no, give me a test. Like make me take the SATs or something. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. yes. No one even made me retake my driver's test. I just no got in the even... car and drove yeah. off. What about a breathalyzer? Something. Just, yes. <laughs> you feel like Ricky Bobby the first time you're on the interstate. You're like, is that the other cars? <laughs> Slow down. That's yeah. It's it's crazy. Somebody was like, "Do you put the baby on board thing?" And I was like, "No, that one that drives me crazy." Yeah. You're like, "Oh, what does that sign mean?" Like, "Oh, I was gonna ram into you." Right. But there's a baby in there. It's it's. I never understood it. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's just, just a braggy thing. Is that what yeah. it is? Yeah, I think it's just uh, bragging. Yeah, like, think... uh, my wife is in Barron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my cum works. <laughs> there should be the, we should make those signs instead of baby on boards. Those could be our merch. It's the signs that say my cum works. <laughs> It'll catch on. I mean, they'll sell. Uh-huh. There might not be like a, you won't see them out. You won't see them out, yeah. but <laughs> they will sell. They'll be on like, like frat guys' walls. Be <laughs> 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 like, where'd you get that? Oh, your two dads podcast? What? They talk about that'll, cum a lot, dude. That, well, you know. You got to make babies, right? I mean, yeah, that's what a baby is. Part cum. It's not our fault that the most hilarious juice is. <laughs> it's what you need to make oh, babies. No, you you've ruined it for me. You called it a juice. It is a juice. <laughs> it is a juice. We'll what? be right back. <laughs> Are you struggling to make sure five more minutes doesn't end up being five more hours? Use Circle to set limits and end the screen time debate with your kids once and for all. Kids face a million online distractions. Fortnite, Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Uh, If it's at our house, uh, a bunch of Smiths videos (laughs) that I forced them to watch. Uh, The list goes on and on. Circle makes it easy to take childhood offline when needed so they can focus on homework, chores, or bedtime. Circle is the easiest way to manage your family's online time across all their connected devices inside and outside your home. 
Keep track across every connected device, from laptops, phones, and tablets to smart TVs, streaming devices, and video game consoles, all from one app. Each family member has a profile that's fully customizable to their needs, age, and maturity. So, like, your kid could be like, hey, stop showing me these Smith videos, Dad. <laughs> Block. Yeah, and then they put on Dora like, <laughs> that, like that's better. You'll never stop worrying about your kids, but with Circle, you'll have one less thing to worry about. So right now... Our listeners get a limited time offer of $30 off of Circle Home Plus when you visit meetcircle.com backslash two dads. That's the number two and dads at checkout. That's meetcircle.com backslash two dads. That's meetcircle.com slash two dads and enter two dads to save $30. And we are back. We're back. (laughs) Welcome back to uh, <laughs> your two dads. Your two dads plus one dad yeah, plus equals it's still your dads. two dads. I can never remember the name of this podcast. It's Start Poppin'. What is it? Poppin' Shots. Yeah, Papa Papa Shots. Papa Shots. Is that the name of it? Uh, no. no, it's called What uh, <laughs> It's <laughs> yeah. called What Just Happened. Yeah, it's called What Just Happened. <laughs> I, I have PTSD. <laughs> it's called Your Two Dads. <laughs> it's called Your Two Dads. And with us is Billy Wayne Davis, and I think it's time for one of our favorite segments. Which one? You're 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 scary me. It's called Out of Touch. Oh, we're out of touch because we're two dads. I'm out of touch with like things that thirty five year olds dads who don't know what's going on. We're out of touch, 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 out of touch. Imagine if I had other words for the rap. I just can't believe you don't know the song. I don't know it. I made the song after the Hall & Oates song, You're Out of Touch, and he's never heard it, and it was like a huge fucking hit. I thought he was just doing a theme song he made up. Right? God damn it. And you said all that like it was a song everyone knows. Well, That's a good way to say that. But I was like, I like music. I don't know what you're talking about. All right. Uh, out of touch. Welcome to Out of Touch, Billy. You're in it. Okay. Uh, out of Touch is a game where I will mention something. It could be a band. It could be a song. It could be a meme. It could be Uh-oh. a game. It could be anything that the youth culture is really into right now. And I'm going to name it, and then you have to either know what it is, and then good job. You're like not out of touch. Okay. Or if you don't know what it is, guess. Nail it. Okay. Yeah. So I have to ask you: Do you think you're out of touch? Yeah. Depending on some things for sure, I was never in touch. Mm -hmm. And some things I like to think I'm in touch with on a certain level. Okay. And then other things, no. Right. Okay. Well, we'll see what things. And then some things probably just a grab bag if I just saw it. Yeah. Yeah. That was a really long non answer. Yeah. And I really appreciate it. Thanks. We're just filling time. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to release this no matter what. (laughs) (laughs) We don't have a backup. I've done one of these before. I know what this is. Okay. Uh, Oh, ready? Roblox. Yeah, I know what that is. Oh, he knows what it is. I'm a nine year old, dude. Oh, that's why we're asking. Wait, Roblox? He's not into it anymore. Okay, so he doesn't. So let's ask Sean go first. So what I think Roblox are. Mm hmm. All right, so check this out. There's a flood. There's a flooded deck. Oh, you're already right. <laughs> and someone's rowing a boat, uh-huh. and you put up blocks to block them because you're doing construction to fix the flood. Yeah, uh, I don't know. This is a game, or is I, this a real? I don't life scenario? know why kids are into it, <laughs> but I know that's what it is. Uh, let's verify my answer. Am I right? Uh, 
Out Billy? Of, out of touch. Oh, he's out he's of touch. Out of touch. <laughs> because he's a dad. <laughs> but you're a dad of a young child because I think you're about to get into the age where they're going to play it. Mm-hmm. It's a video game. Oh. And to me, it's like if, uh, what's that, Minecraft meets MySpace in a Kinda, way? Kind of, yeah. It's, uh, from what I read, first of all, this is how big it is. 90 million monthly lo- users. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> you were right, right with losers. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. It was the first thing my son and his friends down the street would communicate playing. Right. Like they'd have their devices and then they'd be like, oh, let's meet up on this thing. And then they could meet up on it, which I was like, huh. Yeah. The cool thing about it is it's a video game where you can design your own games and then people can pay to play your game. So you can actually make a lot of money if you design a great level or a great yeah. game. With like real money? Yes. Like yeah. actual real yes. like some human guy, dollars. Some yes. guy put himself through Duke Business School with his level that he made. What did he need to learn? <laughs> Like, I know exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Ripped well, off so many people. Why would he exactly? Well, he so, he just wanted that degree so yeah. he can get into jail. You know, it's like a get out of jail free card more than anything at this point. Yeah, right. I guess the people you meet at Duke will help you get out of jail. That's what I've just realized. Like as a father, you start thinking about all that stuff, mm-hmm. and you're like, my friend. Wait, your I, baby's a boy or a girl? I have two boys. Okay, because um, uh, God loves me. Uh, <laughs> I have two younger sisters, so I earned it. Right, um, but. We, my friend and I, he came from like, you know, I don't want to say we were poor. I never needed for anything because mm-hmm. I wanted for a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. But like both my parents are school teachers. His parents are school teachers. He went to Vanderbilt Law. He went to Tennessee and then went to Vanderbilt Law for free. Who's he? My, his, his name's Christian. Oh, He's your a friend. Oh, okay. And what he and I were just talking about because he has two kids. Like what we need to prepare them for and is for how to be in different rooms, if that makes sense. Hmm. What do you mean? Like, when he went to Vanderbilt Law, he and I, and you know, and, like, if you don't go to, like, a private school, or you're not used to being in certain rooms, seeing how these people act. Mm-hmm. So that's all it is, is learning how to act in these rooms. You mean, like, depending like on the, the first type time you of went people to, like, you're a with? general meeting, uh-huh. you don't know how to act. Right. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Right. But people that grew up in the business... The general meeting doesn't mean anything to them because they knew. But for us, the first time we're like, we this took is it so seriously. Yeah. This is a big deal, right? Yeah, best behavior. But here's the non-dad tip: if you're ever in a general meeting where you just meet with people, be a fucking asshole. They like you yes, anyway. They love it. <laughs> they it actually is. appreciate it because more. Yeah. you're not wasting their time and you're entertaining. Yeah. But the first one you go on, you're like, well, this could ruin or make me. And you're yeah, like, you no, give, you give this honest means answers. Nothing. You're very earnest. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, well, here's who I am as a human being. Yeah. Because you. For some reason, care. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you Disney executive, and, and the I. Just... Third time you do it, you're like, oh, you all ask the same stupid question yeah. because you're not listening. Right. Yeah. You're like, oh, okay. They have to like fill their day. Yeah. Counter, it but looks yeah. like most people listening don't know what we're talking about, but it's fine. But yeah. I think no. I'm making the example of like. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a general meeting. What you do is you meet with like an executive at a network, and mm-hmm. they just want to you just talk about yourself for like a half hour and get a free bottle of water. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like that is yeah. it's go just to a building you've never been in. I yeah. still yes. don't know what they're yeah. for. It's truly there it's they're to bored, get right? you hydrated. <laughs> yes. yes. And learn how to validate most parking. Young male, <laughs> co- a lot of young male comedians don't drink enough water, <laughs> so the only way to get them to do it is to have an executive staring at them <laughs> while they talk about themselves. Yeah. <laughs> but that's uh, what I think that the point we were making is like like my sister I got a great story about this by the way. Like it is that thing of like when he went to Vanderbilt Law, you know, he had never been around people, wealthy people. 
We've been around people right. with money, but like wealth, that's mm-hmm. a different way to communicate. Sure. And that's what you're giving. Because when I, when I figured it out, too, like I had a friend who went and played baseball at Vanderbilt, and I was like, how are their classes? And he was like, it's the fucking same as junior college, dude. Yeah. He's like, but the people that go there, it's who you meet. And right. And I was like, oh, that's what you're paying for. It's not the education. Right. Yeah. Like, that's why people go crazy about Harvard. Exactly. It's not the education. It's your peers. Yeah. You're basically acquiring a friend group like mm-hmm. yeah. that will help you the rest of your life. Like, Yeah. What if you're goth and like, you go to Harvard? You're really wasting your money. Like, yeah. You are. <laughs> I'm with you. I didn't grow up poor, but I, I will say my mom did put coke in my bottle so you know who i am yeah exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. but like, they weren't exactly playing classical <laughs> yeah, music yeah. Yes. yeah exactly but my yeah. my cousins are like all the like super wealthy all went to villanova they like own an exporting importing business yeah they know how it's just and act like it's nothing and like in my head like when i go home and see them like i'm like yeah no i'm like kind of killing it yes and mm-hmm. they're like looking at me like i'm still fucking trash mm-hmm. yeah because yeah. i am i wear a t-shirt yeah that's what, <laughs> I, wear no, a t-shirt. I was about to say it's because you're wearing a t-shirt i wear yeah. a t-shirt to their house when they were all wearing ascots yes. yeah yes because that's how they were brought like yeah my sister she married a guy he's he's very cool but he comes from a family and they own like a private school mm-hmm. so her my nephews they're awesome but yeah, where they're comfortable at is really cool. Like I'm not comfortable in certain places that they just walk into. I'm like, right. oh, this is how this is. Yeah, that's what this, and that's how you have to prepare children like that, and like the drug thing that I find interesting. I, well, go ahead because booze. I, I have a thing about the. I have a funny story about not knowing how to be in a room. Oh, I have many stories, and yeah. that's how you learn how to be in a room. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> oh. I was at my grandfather owns a advertising agent he's a partner and um it's a small agency but you know it's still like dudes that yeah yeah yeah. it's kind of small they only do macy's (laughs) (laughs) oh that store (laughs) (laughs) have you ever heard of apple (laughs) anyway (laughs) um so they uh he, I was like, I was an intern when I was eighteen or whatever, and it was just like an excuse to make me get out of bed. Yeah, and um, they had a their biggest client came to the building one day, and they, he, I don't remember why, but he let me sit in on this meeting, and there was like twelve people in there, twelve dudes, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah, and uh, this important. is like nineteen ninety seven. Well, we were all driving a car, so <laughs> yeah. um, no, it was uh, ninety seven. So anyway, I don't. They start at this point. I already know that like my thing is I'm funny. Like, I don't I don't know about stand-up. I'm not going to do that yet. But, like, I, you know, yeah. I'm like, I know how to kill, right? So they start telling jokes, like, around the table, mm-hmm. like, like street jokes. And the head client guy starts telling, like, the worst street jokes. Like, I know the endings. Like, I can't – and they're crushing. Like, the guys can't get enough, right? Yeah, because he's and, their best client. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I yeah. – and, like, I'm saying – Because he pays them. And I'm 18. I have no idea this is what's going on. He sucks. <laughs> what's wrong with you guys? I literally was like, am I crazy or are these guys assholes? So uh, I'm like, I'm going to blow their fucking minds. <laughs> so I go, I, I go, I got one. And the feeling in the room when I just said I got one was like they all turned slowly like, what yeah. the Dumb. fuck yeah. are you doing? You're about to one-up the guy we've just been sucking his dick for money. Yeah. Like, and they're like, and the, I, I, looking back on it, if I was probably anyone else, they would have just been like, nah, we're done. 
but I'm my grandfather's in the room you and he to. owns. So I like, and I don't realize any of this is going on. Yeah. So I tell my favorite street joke, and I don't remember what it is now, but it was probably the one where the guy delivers a package and the kid's like, whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's like a FedEx joke. So the um, never heard it. It's a mailroom joke. That's not an executive room joke. Right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, first mistake. Holy shit! I tell this joke, and it was like. They painfully tried to like kind of fake laugh, and it was definitely better than any joke he told. But they they like didn't want to make. <laughs> well, they, yeah, they can't. <laughs> no, they can't laugh. So they're like what doing this thing where position? they're like, ah, ah, it was so fucking weird. And I never, I sweat like the flop sweat when it was over was like but I had you, like big beads of have sweat. Have you ever on my thought forehead. about though the position you put? Oh yes, them in. Yeah, because they have to choose do our client or nepotism here. Yeah. Yeah. That's and a also, tough spot you uh, put. I was it was the word. But in. anyway, don't you should learn how to be in that room. Yes. You know? Well, grandpa, I think, should have told you, like, hey, this is for shutting the fuck up. Yeah, he didn't I don't think he told me to shut the fuck up. And he's a great, smart dude, obviously. Yeah. But he didn't I guess he didn't think I was dumb enough to <laughs> yeah, be yeah. like, I'll beat the fucking <laughs> client guy. Uh, well, I mean, you know, we only have one last segment. It's time to open up the diaper bag. Oh, diaper bag. Our question this week comes from uh, an iTunes comment from Simon in Nanjing. He asks, if you think it is likely a divorce will occur soon, how, how do you process so the kids are protected and the dad maintains his mental well-being. The, you, oh, you don't. <laughs> just the dad. <laughs> you don't? I mean, there's no mental well-being during a divorce. No. Yeah, what is a divorce like? Because I've never had one. Even when it's, it should be. We're the perfect dudes to answer this. I think so. Like, uh, And this is how I kind of warn people about it. First of all, if you're asking that question, and you're, getting a, you're getting a fucking divorce. Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly. If you're wondering, uh, like, hey, if what are the signs of? <laughs> yeah. And you're like, well, those that. Yeah, that. <laughs> I think yeah. Number one is you're asking a question on iTunes. Yes, yes, <laughs> with yes. your full name. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, what I usually tell people, like, first of all, uh, it's like Louis C.K. and I know. He did that thing, but he also made some solid points uh, about when people are like, oh, I'm sorry for yeah. you're going to divorce. It's like, why? Like, no, it's two unhappy people that right. don't need to be together. He's like, mm-hmm. But even when that happens, there's like these weird emotions that you feel that you don't see coming. Right. And that make literally no sense. And sometimes you just feel them because they're like a routine almost. Mm-hmm. So you have to process that and then you have to drop all this stuff. It's just shitty. I really did not expect some of the stuff I was feeling. It was really weird because I was like, could not get out of there fast. Me enough. too. I was. The same I was way. like, yeah. I can't stand this. And there was no love lost. I mean, forget yeah. it. Right. And still, there was like this. I don't know if it's like it's not failure because I didn't really care about that part. People talk about that where they feel like if they get a divorce, it's like a failure. It. I don't even think it no, was I didn't that. Feel that. I didn't feel that. It was more. Well, you're used to it because of that, <laughs> that, that situation. 
<laughs> at the ad agency. Yeah. Like, <laughs> when you ate your dick in he front really of gave you a, He gave you a gift. There. I will say that feeling was still worse than my I divorce. Did, yeah. <laughs> I did. I realized what I said the first thing. I was like, I'm going to keep going. Yeah, I was like, uh, are, are we, is our friendship to- over? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should be used to failing by now. <laughs> uh, I don't. I guess I you know what to be honest I still don't know how to put words to why I felt so bad. I think it was mostly I okay I know what it was. It was um anticipated guilt for what I might be doing to my kid. Mm-hmm. There is that, but that you have to let go pretty quick because you realize like there's only so much you can control. Right. Mine was like you it's a vulnerability thing. Because mm. what happens is you make yourself very vulnerable to this human being yeah. in a way that you never – you don't with most people in your whole, whole life. That's a real good point. Not even your mom or your dad. Yeah, you, and you definitely should not have done that. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's – What was my experience. Well, yes. <laughs> with that – yeah, I could say that too where I was yeah. like, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me not to do this with you? I've never seen two dudes high-fiving while crying before. (laughs) That's it. But it is like, and then it is that thing because evolution teaches you to protect yourself at Mm. all, like at all times. And this is this thing you fight through to be like, no, this person, I want to let them know and know that they're safe. And here's how I'm going to let them know they're safe with me. I'm going to give them this information. And then they and then they will use it the fuck against you. And in a way that you're just like, but I'll I'll tell this dude this: what it does do is. Oh, I forgot we were answering a real question. Yes, Simon and Nanjing. Yeah, but what it does do is give you this list of things you will not put up with. in a future relationship. What I think is, which I think is way more important than things you're looking for in a relationship. Yeah. Things you know you can't deal with in a relationship. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And then then that presents like the things you want a little clearer once you realize like, oh, I can't deal with this because of who I am or whatever. Right. So there is that. You, you have to come to terms with who you are as a human being. I would. And if you don't, it's just, you know, you get married 18 times. Right. Like Which you, some people do. Yeah. I to My honest answer to this guy is in terms of the kids, uh, I'm not going to bother with the cliches about it's not their fault. I mean, I don't even understand that. I never understood kid, like why kids think it's their fault. I think some kids it is their fault. Right. But yeah. And then most it's not. Yeah. So you just have to make the ones it is. We're all like trying to make them but, feel better. But, but I wanted to say uh, <laughs> yeah. is that that guilt thing is doesn't help. It doesn't serve anybody. No. It doesn't serve anybody. I fucked up big time on that. I felt so bad about it for some reason. Just in terms of my kid. I don't know why. I think, well, I kind of do. But I was, I felt bad about the whole situation and like, you know. Well, we forget that they don't I forgot have about, the baggage we do. Right. So they don't know it's weird until they're 30 and we're it'll, all like tired and we it'll don't affect, care anymore. It'll affect how you parent in a bad way yes. because that's where the fucking go-karts come in. The jokes yeah. from the 80s about like, you know, kids getting go-karts and shit. Yeah, I think it's more damaging to the kids in a way to stay with the mom when you're feeling that way. Because, Absolutely. Yeah, well, that's what like you tell yourself. Well, they learn resentment yeah. as a way to communicate and passive aggressiveness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all, it's not a way to communicate. It's right. not happy. You, I, I have made the mistake. I'll be honest. I've made the mistake of over of parenting with guilt and it has affected my kid in a way that now I am finally like 
doing the hard work to reverse it. Yeah. And it's not easy. And I'm not happy with the effect that it had on her. And I'm like dealing with that right now. So I would say parent like you're right all like go use your instincts don't like be like oh i feel bad because just do it be a be a a tough be a tough parent i've had to say several times like where he's like you're not my friend i'm like oh no i'm not motherfucker no and i I will be when you're like 25 26 but until then yeah my job is your dad right and that means like we'll be cool most of the time but sometimes i'm gonna make you do shit you don't have you don't like because it farther down the line one of the greatest moments was like I made him take swimming lessons. Uh, he doesn't care for sports. Mm-hmm. He's athletic, but he doesn't, doesn't give a shit, and right. I'm fine with it. He's competitive. I think eventually he'll find it. It's a great outlet for being competitive. Mm-hmm. But I made him go every Sunday to earn a switch, and after he earned that, he was like, oh, that was the way. That felt better than anything I've ever And I was like, oh, yeah. yeah, you finished it. Right. It's like yeah. this thing, and then you earned it, and then he's like, I also like to swim, and now I'm better at it. And I was like, yeah, and remember those mornings where you were just a little fucker the mm-hmm. whole way? Yeah. And you were just like, eh, and then you got there, and he's like, yeah, I was like, that's my job. Right. Because I know better. Because I know, because my dad did this to me. Right. Like, there's just certain things you just need to know how they feel. And then he was like, oh, I get it. And so it's just, I think just communicating to them, too. And then sometimes just being a motherfucker. Yeah, I yeah. I think I think that's great advice. And so Simon and Nanjing, I hope it gets better. <laughs> uh, but you're definitely getting a divorce. Yes, yeah, yeah. you are for sure yeah. getting it. Yeah. You're asking that yeah. question. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, she's already prepared for it, and yes. you're fucked. Oh, <laughs> she's been thinking about it since we y'all got. You're together. asking us on iTunes. Yes. She's got a lawyer oh, already. Yes. yes. <laughs> That yeah. reminds me of this side bit. Like you guys will appreciate this as comedians, and it won't be you won't know who the comedian, but it's me and Chad Daniels worked in this comedian we all know, mm. and he's doing jokes about his wife in this way. And I had this thought: I was like, I used to do jokes like that right before we got divorced. <laughs> I just said that in my head, and then right after I said that in my head, Chad Daniels leaned over. He's like, I used to do jokes like that about my wife. We got divorced four years ago. Yeah, and I was like, yep, it's coming. Yeah. It was just like two divorced dudes going. I watched oh. a clip of Chad Daniels, and I went, that guy's about to get a divorce. <laughs> Billy, do you have anything you want to promote? Uh, just uh, buy my record uh, live at Third Man Records. No, you don't have to buy, but you could. Um, and then it's preferable. Yes, uh, I've got. I'm working on a podcast that's coming out. We don't know the release date, but it's about um, marijuana. But not right. it's like in an interesting way, not in like we smoke some pot and then we talk about the pot. <laughs> <laughs> we went to Eugene and learned how the whole fucking oh, community cool. works, and we're gonna go to different places around the country and. That's what each season who's, is going to be Who's about. Eugene, your dealer? Uh, Eugene <laughs> is where one of my friends who's a world-class grower lives, so he right. introduced me to I was to joking. I've, I've lived in Eugene. Oh, oh it's yeah. fucking dope. Super it's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah so. super cool. Uh, well, guys, thank you for listening to Your Two Dads. Please rate and review us on iTunes. That's the words. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Bye. And bye. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.